Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Jude Tunnels. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me is Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. How's it going today? Well, currently digging a tunnel. Our resident Jude Tunnel expert yep. over here. Currently digging a tunnel under my own house Okay, to try to figure out. Just see if you can link up. Just see, yeah. I got you. If we can all connect. All right. Well, we can uh, we can talk about that here in a here in a minute and and maybe we'll mention how weird the year is it's only january 9th right now we got aliens in miami jew tunnels in new york and and here we are stuck in the middle with the fed haters club uh you can join by going to joingml.com for as little as seven dollars mm-hmm. a month it used to be six i warned you for about two years that it was going to go up and then it did go up all right inflation it's a hell of a thing and the real libertarian fee went up as well because if you're going to pay one time we need it to be worth like several years of paying monthly okay yeah. that's just that's just the bottom line right there because that's how and we pay that's the bottom line. that's how we pay the bills around here okay it's by the fed haters club coming and hanging out with us every day so if you want to do that go to join gml.com i told charlie we were going to speculate wildly about some stuff today i'm i'm not uh overly prepared for today been working on the uh, show f- for the radio show uh, and uh, cutting clips and stuff. Did you for say that. Liberty at night? No, because I've already got a whole show God put together. Darn. This isn't for the radio. Oh. So I, unless we want it to be for the radio, we can make it for that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, there's a. Do you want to get right into the tunnels or do you want to talk about some of the other news first? We when, can talk about the other stuff. When first. would you like yeah. to speculate wildly about? Mm. Okay, so let's talk about real news. Undercover FBI agent Ray Epps. <laughs> God. <laughs> he got sentenced uh, today, and he's going to get a year of probation, mm. That's which is a very typical sentence for people that were involved in the yeah. January 6th insurrection. Most people have said, hey, tell. let's go in. Yeah. They all got Like the people you actually probation. got on video telling people to go into the building and, and uh, maybe telling someone to take down a barricade and stuff like that. Those people got let off the hook. Pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, so Ray Epps is one of those guys. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about this is it's not that I have any proof that Ray Epps was an informant or anything like that. It's it's just the fact that he was an informant. It's just that um, all roads lead <laughs> no, to him being an informant. Now, the funny part is, is the, the way that the media has just been, has made this guy into a victim. Remember, we talked about that, I think, a lot last year, how the media has made him into a victim when... Anything else that involves January 6th, which is the worst day in American history uh, that I can recall, yep. of course. Well, I mean, the I, day the democracy died. Yeah. I mean, it, was the, it was definitely the day that the world ended from what we can tell. Mm-hmm. We just had an anniversary of that day. And anytime you talk about that day, of course, it's the, de- it's the death of democracy. It's just like 9-11 and Pearl Harbor, stuff like that. But when the media talks about Ray Epps, they have to defend him. With her very last breath every time, because the media always shapes the way that you think about a story mm-hmm. by the words that they choose and their headlines and then their articles. And when they talk about Ray Epps, they try to make him into a victim every single time. Like this article title from AP, Ray Epps, a target of January 6th conspiracy theories, gets a year of probation for his capital riot role. 
and you go to the first paragraph here, a man targeted by right-wing conspiracy theories about the U.S. Capitol riot was sentenced on Tuesday to a year of probation for joint joining the January 6, 2021 attack by a mob of fellow Donald Trump supporters. But just think about the way that they frame the story right there. He's not, uh, they could have easily rewritten that paragraph or written the paragraph to say, a Jan 6 insurrectionist who was caught on tape telling people to go into the Capitol and potentially telling people to take down barricades while wearing an insurrectionist MAGA hat the whole time uh, was sentenced to a comparably extremely light sentence of one year in probation while others have received 17 years. years in prison yeah. for their roles and some people who weren't even at the January 6th riot. They could have easily said stuff like that in the first paragraph, mm -hmm. but instead they have to say right-wing conspiracy theorists have attacked this poor old Ray Epps, yep. this poor guy right here. Mm -hmm. So what do you think, Charlie? Is he an informant? I told you we're going to speculate wildly today. Well, so I've always, you know, my non, my great non-birthing parent <laughs> always told me that if it looks like a cat and it walks like a cat mm -hmm. and it smells like a cat and it, it paws like a cat mm -hmm. and it makes biscuits like a cat. Yes. Then it's a duck. All those things. It's a duck. Exactly. That's the same thing that my non-birthing parents said. Yeah. Great one. Yeah. The great, yeah. I mean, your, your younger generation doesn't know that same, mm -hmm. but the, the older ones, if you had the, the privilege yep. of talking to your great non-birthing parents, then yeah. It quacks all the time. We don't really have to go any further <laughs> into the story. I just wanted to say, this is weird. Is it not weird mm. the way that they have to frame all these stories and they're so dead set on protecting this guy? Of course. And the way that they want to frame the story. Yeah. And it, that is what creates, in my opinion, it creates the conspiracy theories. Like if they would be talking about this guy like they talk about everyone else that was involved in this, then okay, that'd be a, a little bit more understandable. But the way that they have to protect him all the time, I don't know, man. Something yeah. stinks over here. The way that you have to frame it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The truth doesn't need to be framed. Just It just needs to be said. That's it. So uh, this one is a day old now, but I wanted to use this to segue into another story of who's probably going to replace Joe Biden as the uh, nominee for the Democrat Party. Uh, but a, a J.P. Morgan strategist is predicting that Joe Biden's going to drop out of the 2024 presidential race. He must be listening race. to this podcast. I think he is. <laughs> I think he is. Uh, because they're saying President Biden will eventually decide to stand down and not seek re-election this year. Citing health reasons. That's the, yeah, a top J.P. Morgan Chase strategist predicted over the weekend. Uh, Michael, uh, probably didn't used to be his first name, who heads the market of investment strategy unit in the bank's asset management division, believes that the, not normally the people you go to for political <laughs> opinions, but whatever, believes that the 81-year-old Biden will drop out of the race sometime between Super Tuesday and the November election, citing health reasons. Yeah, but this is important for for investments. I guess so, yeah. yeah. They look at stuff like they that. Have to, yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, when is Super Tuesday? March 5th. Okay, so between Super Tuesday and uh, the November election, our call on this podcast, which we've been saying for uh, four or five months, something like that, has been that he's going to drop out, I think. In or drop dead. <laughs> one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> um, that it's going to happen in August, uh, maybe late August, or maybe early September. And the reason being is that the uh, the the uh, convention, the Democratic convention, 
is August 20th-ish, something like that. And if they wait... to select Gavin Newsom. If he gets the nomination officially, if he accepts it at the convention, then if he drops out the week after, then the actual DNC gets to pick who the nominee is going to be. They don't have to do any kind of primary. Mm -mm. They don't have to ask people to come and vote or anything like that. So once he's... Uh, accepted the nomination, he can drop out immediately afterwards and the people who were on the Democratic National Committee can pick who the nominee is going to be. And then they they have to get, like, what, 200,000 signatures per state to get them on the ballot? I'm not sure. (laughs) No, um, no, no, I think it's... uh, You're you're talking about libertarian rules. This is a Democrat rule. Yeah, they just switch it out. Yeah, it's it's just 25 for democracy. Okay. You know, it's 200,000 if you're a libertarian. (laughs) Someone who's not a Republican or a Democrat. Yeah. Okay. So not actually 200,000, by the way, it's 56,000 in Tennessee and various Various state to state. That's true. I think Texas is really bad. I think, uh, I think New York is pretty bad with that. Other states are a little bit easier. Um, Is Illinois bad too? Tasco Warlock says Illinois is bad too. I would, I would not doubt it whatsoever, but I have seen some libertarians on the ballot in Illinois. I don't know what the rules are. Uh, this brings me to, uh, we've said Gavin Newsom a lot, but I'm I, I'm curious as to why Michelle Obama is out here talking politics so much lately. Uh-oh. And th- this, this could potentially be a, a problem because I think she actually has a better chance than Gavin Newsom at winning oh, she, if yeah. she gets thrown in late like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's out here talking Which- to him. I don't know how she could win with the patriarchy and the racism. I know it would be impossible. <laughs> you know, after as bad as this, the, this country is surely as no bad. woman's going to be president just simply because of the patriarchy. I mean, hate is but as a bad woman as it's of ever color. Been. No, it's not possible. You're telling me that most people are going to vote for a woman of color. Well, I mean, if she loses, that'll be why. Yeah, for sure. No, if she runs, she'll win. I, I actually 100%. I think that could be the, she'll beat case. Trump. She'll beat Nikki Haley. She'll beat all of them. Absolutely. Man. And you know who the most upset person is going to be about this? Hillary Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle Obama did not kill herself, just so everyone knows. (laughs) Uh, Let's see what she had to say. But then also, how are they going to keep spinning the narrative? Which narrative? Of Of this patriarchal racist society if we elect a black woman to be our president. Well, you know, Michelle Obama's actually a man anyway. So, I mean, that'll be why she gets in. Manchelle Obama. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's another conspiracy theory I've seen online. Um, she will. I'm not, I can't see any way she loses. She could literally go out there and say like, wh- whatever she could go out there and be a libertarian and still win. I I think, I think that's probably true. She could go out there. True. She could be like Trump and, and murder someone on fifth Avenue. <laughs> she could say that if she wins the presidency, that she would drop a <laughs> nuclear bomb on New York city, Michael Obama. <laughs> <laughs> the actual name. And she would still win. Let's see what she had to say. Is there any way she loses if she runs? Or if she gets nominated by the DNC because Biden drops out? Um No, I think I think she would win. She wins. Yeah. Against anyone. I think she would. There's no one else. Like if I think Biden were 15 years younger, I think he would win easily. I think what kills him is his age for like most people, like most people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think what kills him is, is just how clearly dementia ridden his brain is. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it weren't for that, he would have a little bit more support. Uh, so yeah, 
I think she would probably win. Let's see what she had to say. You know, are we moving at all fast enough? What are we doing about education? Mm. Are people going to vote? And why aren't people voting? Are we too stuck to our phones? I mean, those are yeah. the things that yeah. keep me up because you, you don't have control over them. Mm -hmm. And you wonder, where are people, where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit. It affects us in ways that I, sometimes I think people take for granted. You know, the fact that people think that government, eh, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't really even do anything. And I'm like, oh my God, does government do everything for us? And we cannot take <sighs> this democracy for granted. And sometimes I... I okay. Ugh. Well, there is a big problem right there is the last thing she said. Government does everything for us. By the way, she only said about 10% more than Kamala Harris says in an answer to a question. I mean, that was just a bunch of word salad yeah. dancing around. You know, she hardly said anything until the end mm -hmm. of that video. Um, does, does government do everything for us? You people who think government doesn't do anything, you know? Yeah, another what Bailey just pointed out. She's uh, she's losing sleep because this is just people voting or not. It's just something that they can't control. And she's losing sleep over this. She wishes they keeps could control her up it. At night. She wants to control the voting process. Yeah. You know, keeps her up at night. The idea that Trump could be president or Biden's going to lose this. And people need to realize that government does everything for us. They have their hand in everything. And there's the problem, by the way, folks, that this doesn't have to go with this conversation, but you want an answer to all the problems that we talk about all the time. It's the fact that the government does too much stuff. Mm. All right. It's the fact that they have too much power and they are, it is too consequential who was in power. We talk Washington. on this show all the time that if, if they didn't have that much power, it wouldn't matter who was leading. Mm -hmm. You know, it would just be another president. Yeah. That would take care of some you know, public service duties that we need. Sign some constitutional laws, possibly. Mm -hmm. You know, Negotiate with foreign dignitaries. But now that we have this bureaucratic deep state, like it becomes pretty important who the person is that's running all that because that's the executive branch that's running this. And we'll talk about a part of that coming up with the Department of Labor here uh, later on because they're doing something that, that drives me nuts. But the... The problem is the government has too much power. Even when you talk about, uh, I was I was uh, listening to someone talk about the Epstein thing, and people trying to influence power and what you know, taking them and filming them, and then having control. Where the problem is that they have the power in the first place. You shouldn't be able to influence and get them be able to control them and get them to do what you yeah. want because the power shouldn't even exist. And therefore, then Epstein wouldn't exist, and then therefore, child sex slavery wouldn't exist if not for the government. You have the okay, answer. Okay, maybe not that far. But Here's the other question. It would still exist. Why does she look so surprised? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, her eyebrows are up there. <laughs> they, they, they are. They are. Wow. I think it's her hair is pulled back really tight. That's what yeah. it is. Kind of stretching, mm -hmm. stretching up her forehead. Could be Botox. Or like if you like pull that. back, like this is basically like kind of what's going on. Don't I look more surprised mm. already? I don't know. Just imagine if you're getting pulled back like this. Guys, we don't understand this, but. You're like this all the time. Mm. I think that's what she looks like. So it's just her hair. And you need to stop being so racist. You know, I, I would say sexist. that if she was white, I'd so, be like, wow, those eyebrows are up there. 
Yeah, but you would have said it in the nicer way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, and mm. your Dr. Pepper cans are getting in the way over here. Okay. Of what? I'm trying to find the X over there. I got it. I got it now. I already got it, man. Okay. This brings us on to the next hot topic of the day. Jew tunnels. I <laughs> uh, saw this going. More it's, conspiracy. Well, folks, as many of you know, back in 2017, my wife and I bought a house in Nashville, Tennessee. It was a massive risk, but it's turned into a massive asset for the two of us. We spent tons of time and money remodeling and making this place our own, a comfortable place to carry us into the future with our little nieces and nephews and our family coming to visit all the time. Things like this are worth protecting, and making an estate plan now means we can gain security and peace of mind for ourselves and our loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $159. Go to trustandwill.com gml for 10% off plus free document shipping. We're currently using Trust and Will's simple-to-use website to build our will. I'm amazed by how easy this website makes it to do something that's so important. Think about it. If something happens to my wife and I and we don't have a will, who gets to decide what happens to our assets? The government. Uh, no, thank you. But I don't trust them to even resurface the roads that go to my house, let alone decide what happens to my biggest asset after I'm gone. I've seen it happen with other members of my family when they passed. They didn't have a will and man, was it a mess for their family to get everything sorted out afterwards. I know it's not something we like to think about, but it can happen to any of us at any time. Well, get the peace of mind you deserve by creating your estate plan with Trust and Will, an overall rating of excellent and thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot and used by hundreds of thousands of families and counting. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting Trust and Will dot com slash gml that's 10 percent off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash gml let's talk conspiracy we're spe speculation tuesday is what this is called right now yeah. just going to speculate wildly that's what most shows do we keep we've been talking about this a lot lately yeah. but if we just decided that we didn't need any factual basis or evidence for anything that we talked about ever we have a lot more fun talking about stuff, yeah. you know? Let's just speculate about now, everything. I have these little triggers in my mind saying, don't say that. Don't say, <laughs> you don't know. Don't say that. You yeah. don't know. And so it stops us from saying a lot of stuff. But I'd like to speculate wildly about Jew tunnels in New York. Don't talk about Noah. Um, read this story from Colin Rugg, Chuck. All right, just in, but this was overnight. Yeah. Chaos breaks out in New York City after underground tunnels were discovered under the Shabbat Lubavitch World Headquarters. I don't speak Hebrew, so no. yeah, it's I'm Lubavitch. Lubavitch. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Lubavitch, Chabad. Lubavitch. Lubavitch. Bitch. Sorry. Uh huh. The incident below reportedly took place to prevent a cement truck from filling the tunnels in. According to the Crown Heights info, the tunnels were made in the past six months in an effort to expand 770. Other reports suggest the tunnels were dug by yeshiva men during COVID after they were locked out of 770. The tunnel reportedly stretched from the uh, mikvah. mikvah building to the women's portion of 70, 770. wonder what they were doing. <laughs> the tunnel was discovered after someone started hearing people in his home. About 10 arrests were made after some refused to leave the tunnels, according to 
someone's TikTok account. Yeah. And so here's a video. <laughs> this is crazy. The guy climbing out of the sewer crates. That's, that's a Ninja Turtle if I've ever seen one. This is worse than Jan 6th. Get off that guy's curls. Dude, getting arrested. They probably had one rule about this tunnel. Don't make any noise. <laughs> Someone made noise. Number one rule is don't talk about the tunnel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that got broken, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, not part of Tunnel Club. <laughs> they broke number rules number one and two. I think they're speaking Hebrew and stuff. I can't understand it. Yeah. I don't know why they're cheering. Rum Springer. <laughs> Sorry, wrong people. Okay. So that's what happened. It's the chaos breaking out in New York. Hmm as uh, people were arrested because they were trying to fill in these tunnels. Now, Charlie, uh, let me, well, maybe we got some more information. We'll see. I don't know. First, I want to see this guy run out. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. The dude climbing out. Yeah. <laughs> he tries to like hit the camera and run away. What the heck? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. All right, so here's a little bit of information. Why are there secret tunnels under the Brooklyn Synagogue? The underground tunnels were connected to the women's section of the 770 building to an unused mikvah on the nearby Union Street. A mikvah is a bath used in traditional purity rituals. For instance, Jewish law requires women to immerse in a mikvah before marriage and bathing in the mikvah is part of the Jewish conversion process. One video of the tunnel shows a room the disused mikvah filled with a mound of earth and rubble. A small hole in the wall of the room leads to a long tunnel about a meter high. Uh, let's see. According to one source, construction workers installing plumbing near the building discovered part of the tunnel when digging a trench to lay a water line. The discovery confirmed the, suspic the suspicions of a Union Street resident who reported hearing unusual noises at night over a period of time. <clears throat> so it was quiet on Friday nights, though. It's unclear why the tunnels were created. The website forward claims the tunnels were dug to expand the 770 building. Yeah. Problem is they didn't have any permits. You got to have permits. Tunnel permits. For Jew tunnels. Yeah. It's the thing. Mm -hmm. I think, now, I guess the, uh, the, uh, the women's portion was unused, so that takes out, you see, my theory was that this was just a good old-fashioned dudes trying to dig next to the walls where the girls were taking their mikvahs. <laughs> We've all done it before, okay? You got a girl in her mikvah, mm -hmm. and you want to... Revenge of the nerds. Yeah, that, that kind of thing <laughs> right there. That's kind of what I imagine was going on. Yeah. 
Uh, so I don't know. I, th- I don't know what else this could be. Is this like a reverse Hamas type tunnel situation? Is there some kind of Jew t- terrorist network that's going on down here? I, I don't know. Hmm. I have no idea. Hmm. I think they should be allowed to have tunnels, though. I mean, it's 2024. We should be allow allowing Jews to dig tunnels wherever they yeah. want. They, they want to burrow down for safety. I mean, they, there's they need to purify themselves in the waters of Lake Mikvah. Mikvah, yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> oh, the gifts are getting fun in I, there. Anyone I'm else have? A, I need like, I need theories. By the way, I need I need theories in the group from the Fed Haters Club. Let us know what you think. Why are these tunnels? happening why are they existing we'll talk about them hmm. let me see what i gotta people tell are you say. i i wish i could speculate but i have nothing you got nothing mm, <clears throat> i don't and maybe I, I could ask my jew friends yeah to be like hey is there a reason you would dig tunnels like what's what's behind this give me some ideas i don't know if they're like are they looking for jesus down there could be down there you know i don't know Maybe they're, have you seen the new national treasure? They could be looking uh, for some kind of gold buried beneath the uh, 770, you know? Maybe somebody buried some, it's an old Jewish treasure. There's another theory that um, I believe 770, this main, this uh, synagogue, this area was shut down during COVID. And so one of my theories was that they had tunneled because they needed to get into it, but they weren't allowed to go into it. Uh, and so they tunneled from a nearby unused mikvah building uh, where people, I guess, were not paying attention and they tunneled to get into the this holy, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know. The holy 770, as they say. I don't know. That's huh. the other thing. Yeah. Why are they in there today? Not sure exactly what's going on. Then the fact that the women's building is unused, that kind of kicks out my pervert theory. Uh, but maybe they're hiding other things down there. I don't know. I don't know, guys. If anyone finds any information on this, you email us, charlie at goodmorningliberty.us. Maybe Dave's on the something, <clears throat> the Holy Grail. Could be that. Bonnie Python. Possible. Them Possible. There. Could be doing drugs in there, sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe any, illegal, any number of things. Illegal gambling. But it's already, it's January 9th, and uh, we've got tunnels, secret tunnels in New York. We've got Aliens in Miami, apparently. Um, I don't, you know, we didn't talk about that because clearly there's nothing to talk about. You just could make a bunch of stuff up about it. That's pretty much how you talk about it. Just one of the largest police presence yeah, I've ever was, seen. Yeah, it was like an odd amount of police at this thing. Let me, um, let me search uh, Miami Mall. There we go, Miami Mall, and we'll see what that brings up. That's a lot of cops, okay, to go to a Miami Mall. And their explanation was, well, there were some unruly juveniles that were doing stuff. And mm-hmm. my, my question, because I'm not saying... Like 200 of them? Yeah, I'm not saying that, that there's some kind of alien thing or whatever the other thing is that people have been talking about. Um, <clears throat> my question is, okay, anytime there's a group of unruly juveniles, you got stuff posted on TikTok and X and Snapchat and mm-hmm. all that stuff from it because... Where's the body cam footage? Yeah. Where's that? Where are all the social media posts from the uh, unruly kids? You know, I don't see any of it. So what's going on Where's the tunnels under the mall? No tunnel. Not a single video of a tunnel here. (laughs) And so you tell me, I think the most likely scenario 
is that an alien tried to go shopping at the mall in Miami. Of all places, yeah. Because that's where you get the proper... They heard... Discovered the al- a tunnel. The aliens had heard that a lot of illegal aliens go to the mall <laughs> in Miami. So and that aliens are welcome. So that's why they went there. It was just a translation error kind of thing. They didn't yeah. realize different usages of the word alien. They discovered a tunnel and called yeah. the police. Yeah. About the tunnel. <laughs> this, yeah. That's probably the most no, likely. The alien, we didn't see it because when it got when it went to get arrested, he was like, okay, but I've got information about Jew tunnels in New York. And yeah. so they let it go. Mm. And that was the thing. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, uh, I think that's the uh, closest thing to the truth we can give you guys right now. <laughs> You're welcome for yeah. that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, it's January, so everyone's thinking new year, new me, right? But what if there are some things that you're already doing right and could just be expanded on? I started keeping a calendar at the end of last year, trying to get better organized with my crazy life schedule. Maybe you're like Charlie and you've already shed 80 pounds of extra weight and you just have a little further to go. Well, therapy helps you find your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. As you know, I've done therapy in the past and found it to be extremely helpful It's not just for those that have major trauma, although it's perfect for that too, but it's also for people that want to learn positive coping skills and how to set healthy boundaries and how to be the best best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress that you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash GML. Um, all right, what else do we have here? Uh, we got more stuff about the synagogue, cops clashing with people. Okay, on to something more serious. Yeah, we'll talk about something more serious to close out today's impromptu. Oh, I did see this as well. <sighs> Perfect. Yeah, uh, the from Axios, they say the but this is way less. F- no wonder people don't talk about stuff like this. <laughs> this is way less fun. Like, this is boring. Yeah. Why would we talk about stuff that actually has like uh, evidence and economic facts and paperwork, paper trails with it and confirmed reports and stories? You know, no wonder no one talks about this stuff. <laughs> uh, Justin. The Biden administration announced a final rule that makes it harder to classify workers as independent contractors, a victory for gig workers that could shift the business models of companies that rely on them. Not a victory. No. No. Not making it, what I tweeted was, making it harder to classify someone as a gig worker is by definition not a victory for gig workers. No. That's a a destruction of gig workers. Yeah. So it can't be a victory for them. If you're going to force them to make them an employee and pay them benefits, essentially. Yeah. They're no longer a gig worker. People look at this as a people look at this as a benefit because you know what's going to happen. Everyone who's working as a gig worker is going to magically get hired at a high paying job with benefits and get the same amount of hours and same amount of money. Prices aren't going to go up on anything. There's going to be the same amount of jobs to go around and everything's going to be fine, except for these people are going to be making more money and that's it. That's all. Can you imagine believing the things that I just said right there? Because (laughs) that's what you have to believe to actually think this is a good thing. And that's what they believe. Crazy. And this is why we talked about it when it was California. Like California led the way and now 
they're implementing California nationwide. Look at what just happened with the uh, Pizza Hut, the Pizza Hut franchises in California mm-hmm. where they fired 1,200 workers. Yep. What, what's their plan? They're going to use gig workers to deliver their pizzas yep. because they can't afford to keep the delivery staff on the payroll at 20 bucks an hour. And so they're going to use DoorDash and Uber Eats and stuff like that. Well, when you know what the Biden administration's got an answer for that, let's just make it where you can't be a gig worker. So now your pizza is going to cost $45. This is, this is another scary part of it. Which, which helps poor people. There's a, yeah, that's, that's what best. Well, but they're, the poor people are making more money because yeah. they're not gig workers anymore. So it all works out in the end. Oh. It actually works out for two people. One, anyone who's has a vested interest in collecting income taxes. I don't know who that might be. And two, anyone who has an interest in collecting union dues from people. And who would that be? I have no idea who that might be. This is just a cat yeah. chasing the duck. <laughs> that's that's what I you was going to call it. Yeah. And uh, cats hate water, and when the duck goes in the water, can't catch it. You're th- a lot of cats and ducks today. That is what I heard growing up. Yeah. You know? It's just been instilled in your in your I brain. None of those sayings from my, you know, anyone on the birthing parent side. Mm-hmm. You know, this all came from non-birthing parents. Well, it's probably because of the patriarchy. My grand, my grand non-birthing parent, my great grand non-birthing parent, mm. my non-birthing parent. Even though they have no legs, <laughs> they still had a lot of sayings. Yeah. Well, he didn't have much else to do. They didn't have much else to do. They. Yeah. Sorry. So Bernie had a words to say about this, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, he said, "I applaud the U.S. DOLs." United States Department of Labor's final rule to stop unscrupulous employers from deliberately misclassifying misclassifying their workers and cheating them out of hard-earned wages. When 60% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, workers need labor laws that protect them, not allow them to be ripped off. It's much better if they make no money. That's That's a lot better. Yeah. Do you know anyone... Because they say that this isn't really for Uber and DoorDash. They're trying to fix the uh, healthcare. Apparently, healthcare uses a lot of independent contractors. Oh, like nurse contracts? Now, what you know... Where the nurses make a lot more money than they do from the hospital. What you know from experience (laughs) is that nurses would much rather work as an employee at a hospital because they get paid so much more money than an independent contractor. Isn't that correct? No, they wouldn't. (laughs) Of course they wouldn't. They all want to get paid travel nurse pay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which they're going to make an employee, I guess, because uh, this is apparently supposed to be targeted at healthcare and transportation and stuff like that. So from Reuters, uh, Biden administration issues rule that could curb gig work. And uh, something I was going to say earlier, as we were talking about the uh, bureaucratic deep state, you know, there's a law that people have been wanting to get passed called the PRO Act. And the PRO Act is modeled off of this law in California that didn't go so well. And uh, the PRO Act wants to, wants to make everyone an employee, basically. And they can't pass the PRO Act because it doesn't have enough support from people. So what do you find? The Department of Labor decides that they are going to just make the rules that they can't get passed in the PRO Act. Yeah. <laughs> it's not all of the rules, but it's... It's some of them, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be some more of them, and then some even more of them until we have the PRO Act, except for the fact that they bypassed Congress and just did it through the it's bureaucratic a, apparatus. Yeah. It's administrative law mm-hmm. that still acts the same as law. 
Uh, the uh, DOL on Tuesday issued the final rule that will force companies to treat some workers as employees rather than less expensive independent contractors in a move that has riled business groups and will key prompt legal challenges. The rule is widely expected to increase labor costs for industries that rely on contract labor for freelancers such as trucking, manufacturing, healthcare, and app-based gig services. Most federal and state labor laws, such as those requiring a minimum wage and overtime pay, apply only to a company's employees. Studies suggest that employees can cost companies up to 30% more than independent contractors. Because they're also forced to pay part of their taxes and forced to pay for their health care. got to pay the FICA side of things. And all, yeah, mm. all kinds of benefits. Mm-hmm. Insurance, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, The rule will require that workers be considered employees rather than contractors when they are economically dependent on a company. Uh, It does not go as far as wage laws in California and other states that place even greater limitations on independent contracting. So one of the main rules here is that if you are, here's, get this, get the backward logic of this. If you are economically dependent on whatever place you happen to be a gig worker for, then they're going to fuck you out of a job is essentially what they're saying. Mm. Like we're going to find the people that are the most dependent on this work that they're doing right here. And then we're going to make it so uh, the company might just not use any of their services at all. Now in their mind, that means that they're going to hire them at a nice, whatever the wage is and give them all these benefits. But the company doesn't have to hire them. They don't have to do that. They just find another way to not use. They're going to hire some of them. Yeah, sure. Some of them, but a lot of people are just going to get screwed. And so it's, I get what they're, I get how they're trying to make this the rule because it goes with their Fair Labor Standards Act and it goes all the way back to 1938, stuff like that. So they're trying to find ways to work it in using that by saying that if they're economically dependent. They can classify that as an employee, but that's, you're, those are the people who are like doing the best doing the gig work. And I've, I've told people this a bunch of times. I've done a lot of gig work in my past. And people who do this, most more often than not, do it because they like the freedom of being able to work when they want and not work when they don't want. When I was first playing music, I was driving for Uber at the same time. I would spend, And Lyft, by the way, competing all companies. Of them, all of them. And um, I even had both. I got the lights on my car, you know, I had the stupid mustache up there and then I had the cool Uber light and all that stuff. And they just log in on both of them and see whichever one gives you a, a good trip first. And I did that because I wanted to work for like two weeks. And, you know, I'm not touring. And then I would leave for a month. And then when I get back, guess what? I still had a job. To, I still had a way I could come back and make money. It's amazing. It's like the best thing that ever happened. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they want to try and take this away from people. Purely, you're independent contractors, basically, when you're flipping houses. Yeah. They want to go after construction also. Mm-hmm. Like most of Trucking. the construction industry is our independent contractors. Yeah. You know, people who come and just do and jobs for people and to try and make them it, yeah, people who can't get hired <laughs> anywhere else. All right. And to think that they're going to come in and screw these people out of a job uh, and say that they're helping. Man, it just burns me up. Mm-hmm. It just burns me. Have you seen anything else important in here saying, or is that enough? I think that's enough. Okay. I just can't get any more mad right now, it man. It burns your biscuits, which yes. makes you mad, man. Yeah, it does. And then biscuits mm. get burnt. I made biscuits and gravy last night, and if I would have burnt them biscuits, I'd have been madder than did a... Did you make biscuits and gravy last night? I did. Was it yeah, good? It was really good. There's some left over. You want some? I brought lunch today. Mm. So okay. I'm going to eat that. I got factor meals 
I canceled that already. About to expire. Yeah. yeah. So you need <laughs> cancel to already because you know you get sixty percent off, and then they charge you full price, which is ridiculous. So you just six percent off. Cancel. Get a new coupon. Sign up for another week. Cancel and cancel. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll just let you keep doing that. And then eat your chili in between. Yeah. yeah. Chili between. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. They're good stuff. What factor? Yeah. Oh. Good food. Mm. It tastes. It, it tastes really good. I'm happy with them. Nice. Anyhow, they're not a sponsor of the show or anything. Although they should be. Although I could just give you like my code or whatever and I could get free food and that'd be a way that you could help support the the show by keeping me fed. There you go. You know? Nate's Factor Meals. There you go. Just use that code. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go home. Oh, wait, you're already home. Anyway, how's it going? Where are we going? (laughs) Where are we going? (laughs) Well, if you guys enjoyed today's Speculation Tuesday, besides Mm. this last one, this Mm. was more fact-based yes um and if all you independent contractors out there i'm sorry i'm sorry the government can i tell you one more thing is this meddled i see this thing up here in the corner of the screen about the boeing boeing 737 max Mm -hmm. i'm not stepping foot on one of those planes again i accidentally took or took a flight on one of those john knew we were on one he didn't tell me until we got there and uh you know because those are the ones that crash Mm-hmm. Not good. And that one had the side panel blow off of it a couple days ago. Yeah. And uh, which is why you never take your seatbelt off in the plane. You always got to have it. Even when you go to the bathroom, keep that thing on. <laughs> okay. Keep that real tight yeah. on there. I'm not getting on that freaking plane. Surprised they must no be, one got sucked out in that I, Alaskan Airlines That's one. crazy. Yeah. They must then not did have been you see there enough, was, I guess. There was a bomb threat on Alaskan Airlines like yesterday. Really? Yeah. Someone's Alaska. just trying to take down Alaskan. Alaskan Airlines is, yeah, really. No, it's the worst airline I've ever been on anyway. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah. They're so bad. But was that what you flew to, yeah, to Denver? Was, oh, man. No, not the Denver. Oh. No, I've, you know, when I went to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We took Alaskan. It was the the worst flight I've ever had. It's so bad. It was yeah. two hours in before we got drinks. I think I'd probably go Spirit over Alaska. That's fine. But I won't fly either Pretty one of those, do anything. Actually. Anyhow, I just wanted to take the last few seconds to... Uh, talk bad about Boeing 737 Max and Alaskan Airlines. Mm. Well, they fixed go. it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've flown on a couple Maxes. It was bad. No, Experience gonna, was. No, fine. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Well, not going to do it. Well, if you enjoyed today's episode, episode showed. Yeah. If you show the sound of the if you enjoyed today's did your episode, lo- did your ludes just kick in. I. <laughs> yeah. I started getting a headache just now, and I'm wondering, is this a stroke? How's my face? Eh. It's always that droopy? Yeah, it looks, <laughs> looks normal. You got to try to smile when you want someone to check your face. No, you're good. Okay. Yeah. You're good. Anyway. Did, did you smile? Share, <laughs> share the show or the showed. Shared, shared the showed. Yeah. With your friends and family. Uh. <laughs> Anyhow. Go to goodmorningliberty.us. GodHatesFeds.com, BernieLies.com, and join Gmail. Join Gmail.com. There you go. Check the show notes. They're in there. You don't have to type anything in. You just click. You can go to TrustAndWill.com slash Gmail, and you can go to BetterHelp.com slash Gmail. And next month will be yeah. another one. You want to make sure... Oh, never mind. I can't. Not on the show where we have ads. Yep. Never mind. Anyway, sorry. that's all we have. <laughs> Do all those things or don't. I don't care either way. And uh, if you do or don't, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning liberty at night. (laughs) 